Hello, and welcome to Wyverns and Weirdos, The Journey Home. I am your Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always are Zoe, playing Sevia, Emily, playing Beatrice, Laura, playing Conrad, Mitch, playing Designation 42, Exa, and Johanna, playing Fall. Let's jump into it. Last left off, uh, Exley had very intricate conversations with both Sevia and Conrad, um, involving uh, Conrad's current uh, cursed state um, that ended with um, Exley uh, taking a hold of the tome that Conrad came into possession of and not taking the harm from it that Sevia did and being able to glean its nature even if you couldn't quite read it in the moment. Um, and as everyone went to bed uh, um, for the night, um, you all found sleep in your time. Conrad. Your sleep is fitful um, as you find yourself uh, for the first time in a long time almost feeling the sensation of suffocation as you are 15 feet above the ground in this same amber temple uh, chamber. Um, the feeling is almost as if someone is holding you aloft by the throat as the rest of you dangles. You dare, you dare to escape from our grasp, to squander the powers we have gifted you. I, 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 do, I do not, I, I do not try. <laughs> I don't know how. I have tried. Why should we help one incapable of helping us? Because when will you get another chance? Second chances are for the merciful. Let we go. Lost mercy. I understand. Let go. I can't. I don't know what to do. And you are dropped and you feel yourself falling for what feels like much longer than 15 feet. Um, it's, it is hard to keep track of how long it feels like you are falling before finally you <laughs> hit what feels like the ground and awaken in your bed. 
to do. This will be the end of me. I don't. He sort of like, kind of like, clutches at his head, like, um, digs his fingers into his hair, and um, just like shaking, um, and closes his eyes and like takes concentrated breaths to breathe to feel like a human again for a couple of moments yes i will note we pre-rolled between episodes your charisma saving throw and you yes. actually saved so yeah, you don't have actually any memories taken from you this time yeah and he kind of like um, while he's doing that i suppose he kind of feels again that that lingering presence like I no I want to I have to figure it out I want to live I want to do it I'll figure something out this will be good I'll figure something out one step at a time I have to survive I always do and I'll figure something out and he sort of like um, goes to move to sort of like grab his journal to like write stuff, but then he does falter and um, as like little tears start start to run down his face, um, and instead he just has a little cry. <laughs> Fun times. <laughs> Meanwhile, everyone wakes up as normal in their separate rooms. Stevia, you. Um, as you had a long rest, recover one level of exhaustion. So you're down to just one. Um, Feeling great! Which, yeah, that's... You're good... You're, you're lucky that, um, that Tiamat has to save and it's not an ability check that you have to make for... Uh, for the ritual. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mistakes were made, friends, but it's fine. Everything's fine. Um, as we're all starting to wake up, um, Exley's going to, um, because Exley, um, the night was weird. He went back into his room, um, kind of looked at the bed, tried to, like, climb on it and just kind of, like, half kneeling, half like propped up on like hands and knees just on the bed and then kind of like rolled onto his side, but still keeping like the hands and knees out to the side. Um, wasn't really sure what to do. Um, so in the end, just kind of pushed himself back out of bed and just stood in the corner for the entirety of the night, just kind of powered down. Um, but as it's starting to get a little bit, um, late or like early in the morning rather than late at night um, or when he assumes that like that's the sort of normal living person's time to wake up um, Exley is going to um, walk out of his room um, walk up to uh, Conrad's room um and just sort of very quietly just push open the door 
Uh, if it's unlocked, I'm not sure. It probably is, which is unusual for Conroe, but speaks without words how he feels here, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> and we'll just sort of uh, awkwardly and or ominously just sort of stand at the end of Conrad's bed, just sort of looking just for a second. Um, and then we'll sort of mutter a couple of words under his breath and very slowly begin to shift form uh, and grow fur and turn into a little black Labrador um, and just go and curl up at the foot of Conrad's bed until he wakes up. <laughs> oh, so Conrad wakes up and has a little cry. This little actually dog. He's <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> which he got startled at, but then like slow with some kind of memory he can't quite place. Because he likes dogs. He has strong memories of them as a child. Um, there's some kind of like loyalty, uh, idea of loyalty, I suppose, that he did not experience with his family. Um, it's like, oh, oh. <sighs> making fun of a scene. My apologies, pup. <laughs> People just regard the dog as a dog until he does otherwise. So, yes. Probably eventually when he stops like having a little freak out, he'll just be like, oh little scritch and he'll just go about his like a morning stuff until the moment time and he realizes that's not a dog normally. But yes. He's very like that does chill him, I guess. Um he's very taken by that. That's also gonna be cute. Excellent doggo is best doggo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and Exo will just remain as a dog for a little bit into the morning. Um, they fetch. <laughs> go for a walk around outside. It's great. Absolutely, yeah. Um, uh, it's easier than talking to the other people. Yes, this is great. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it'll probably be around the time where, you know, Conrad's looking at heading out for breakfast or something or other. Um, Yeah, that the dog will just kind of disappear around the corner. Oh, come with. I'm sure there'll be food. I don't know. You'll probably be an imaginary dog, I suppose. That's what CB does. I'm not, I don't understand this magic. I'm plainly very bad at understanding magic. The child, she can imagine up some bacon or something. <laughs> he along. Come on! Um, the dog, which was, like, starting to, like, the nose was kind of, like, shrinking in. It was just, like, at the thought of bacon, the nose just reformed back <laughs> into a dog nose. <laughs> and that's oh, there you are. And long as a dog again. <laughs> oh, no. And we will have breakfast. <laughs> Excellent. Courage is very, very cheerful. Like, oh, good morning, everyone. <laughs> I love the dog, Sylvia. Good, good, good imagining. A, dog. a kind thought of you. I appreciate that comment. I made you no pup. 
Oh yes, yeah, so it's right there. Sevia, who would have spent some time this morning resummoning Harold after all this time, uh-huh. the little black green-eyed cat, kind of looks at Harold, looks at a black dog with bright green eyes, and goes, "Did I, Harold? Did I make two of you?" Meanwhile, Beatrice is, like, sitting, rocking back on her chair on two legs, smirking. Because she's figured out what's going on. <laughs> but she won't say anything. Um, well, I get, uh, hello? Have you named it? No, I haven't thought of a name. I suppose you, you've mentioned that things disappear when you get out of here, so I don't know. Yes, um... Would it like some food? Can you imagine up, like, like they bacon and things like that? That's what dogs like, right? I haven't had one for very long. Oh, no, of course, I can, I can imagine up some... The, the dog is nodding, okay. It looks happy, there we go. That makes yes. sense. Um, okay, and Sylvia will, like... Look at Harold and then give Harold to fall, um, to hold, and then give Fall a little kiss on the cheek, then go up and get some bacon and put it on a little, in a little pet bowl, and then uh, put the pet bowl on the ground. And go, there you go, puppy, and give it a little double pat on the head. Is there any way, Darby? I am a dog. Yes. Yes, you are. However, I have the mind of someone a little bit smarter than a dog. Yes. Is there any way... I'm familiar with the fact that dogs don't have opposable thumbs. But is there a... Any sort of method in where... Uh, dog Sklee can kind of pick up this bowl and put it on the table so that he can eat with the rest of the people. <laughs> hmm. I mean, I have seen dogs pick up bowls in, like, mm. pet bowls in their mouths and put them other places. Yeah. So. It's just whether or not you have enough familiarity with this form to do it, I think. <laughs> um, so what I'm gonna say is, roll me, uh, I guess a slight of well, uh, it doesn't really matter either way. A dexterity check mm-hmm. using, obviously, the dog's statistics. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's a one. You spill your food everywhere. Oh! Oh, puppy, I'm sorry. And oh, boy. Ben. Sevia like picks up the bacon and puts it back in and like because the floor is clean and she goes do you want me to put this somewhere else where do you want it and actually kind of <clears throat> plods up and just kind of sits awkwardly at the table oh a small gentleman and she puts the food in front of the little dog um, at the a small gentleman, um, uh, Dogsley is going to cock his head a little bit um, and just sort of look at Xavier. 
and then just be like, uh, bacon, and just start eating. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Colin looks very harrowed, but he's, he's very like, this is great. I'm enjoying this. I'm not going to think about anything else right now in this precise moment. Wow, beer just seems to be in good cheer. Oh, good, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh, um, would anyone like a coffee while I'm up? Or tea? Juice. Oh, yes, juice, please, sir. The tea coffees I had yesterday was a bit much. Yes, no, it didn't do... No, it didn't do wonderful things for your, uh, blood pressure, darling. I'll sort that out. Thank you. Uh, would the puppy like a coffee? <laughs> uh, the puppy again sort of cocks its head. Uh, funnily enough, almost like it's not heard of coffee before, um, which is understandable for both a robot and a dog. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he will very slowly give a nod with a cocked head. It clearly does. Sorry. I don't think giving coffee to a dog is a good idea. Well, I was telling a joke. Oh, is it poisonous to a dog? Well, I don't know. I think so. I've never had a dog. And it's quite funny, those just sitting up at the table having a little sip of coffee. They have a card, though. I I think even if it weren't, I wouldn't really give a random dog I may have made my sleep out of magic a coffee. I'll get him some water. You've not look, seen a dog look like just disappoint, like just a very human expression of just disappointment and just mild annoyance. Uh, but now you have curious. As she gets the water, she um, has uh, anyone seen Exley? Did he speak to you last night, Conrad? Conrad, like, um, turns his head. Why would you expect him to? He Why are you asking? He mentioned he was going to. I figured it was curious. Oh, uh, yes, he did. A good conversation? He, like, shoves the, um, probably the ad force of habit through that's, like, sitting in front of him t- towards the dog. Yes, I think so. <laughs> Good. Uh, he's. It was forty-two, though, wasn't it? He goes by two names. Did two names? Yes. There's forty-two, and then there is Exley, the name he gave himself. Oh. I see. Interesting. Well, hmm. yes, it, it went well. Uh, is he not present? That's concerning. 
I've seen him. He's busy. He'll be here soon. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Uh, I would hate to him to miss out on the group dynamic after so long. Yes. True. Well, hopefully he will return. There's not too too far to get to, because he's wandering around in the volcano, which would not be great. <laughs> that would be like him, but I think he's probably just in his room. He's glad to be back, you know. And she looks at everyone, but she especially looks at Fall. Fall <laughs> <laughs> well, is just kind of like, um, nervously <laughs> eating bacon. <laughs> It's like, oh, um, yes, no, it's, it's, it's good to have him back, I hope. Uh, yes, I see you're all uh, very happy to see him again. Sylvia, like, looks around to make sure Exley isn't here. <laughs> and then, like, goes over to Fall and just, like, puts a hand on their shoulder and, like, gives a little squeeze. And it gives Fall his orange juice. And says, oh, it's okay to feel conflicted, darling. I don't think uh, any of us expected him to arrive. Certainly not in these circumstances. No, absolutely not. It's just, um, wow, a lot's been happening. Now I've got a whole new person to worry about on top of it. But no one. Sure to be fine. <laughs> he tries to say this quietly, <laughs> but yes, he does very much. You don't have to worry. <laughs> don't make that face. <laughs> no, no, you're right. Uh, it's been a big day. Uh, but you're right. Yes, no, I shouldn't worry so much. It's not good. Don't. It's not that it's not good. It feelings are neither good nor bad, and she is sort of saying this out loud, like you know, privately and also not at all privately. The dog is staring at the two of you. <laughs> feelings are neither good nor bad. There is no necessary morality to it. You are worried. I'm not telling you you sh should punish yourself for that. I'm merely saying that we are a group, a group that has changed, a group that has been altered, but we are a group. <clears throat> we are a family of a sort without, <laughs> well, we have made a life. We will continue to make life, make our lives, whatever we want them to be. Exley does not hinder that. He helps. Yes, no, um, you're right, you're right. Yes, I think, um, I'm sure he's going to be very helpful in what's upcoming. And yes, fear isn't bad as, as long as it doesn't overcome you. Mm. I am proud of you. Mm. 
You're doing a good job. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'll have a chat with you later. I'm not over the breakfast table about something. All right. But yes. <clears throat> I'll just like um, sit back and like stop the like um, kind of like soft conversation with Xavier uh, and just turn to the others. They're like, all right, a big day ahead of us. Everyone, um, who wants something more to eat? See that back and I can wrestle together. Oh, I don't know for more food. All right, I will get you a serving. And for probably, probably all he does is like get food that Stevie has created and like arrange it in a nice way because I don't think he can actually create the food. <laughs> but he will do this. So, what is the plan of travel? Out of here. Yes. Now that I've rested, I can teleport us to the top. Save that ghastly trip through the water. And then our... I believe it was Keyleth is taking up to Vasselheim. From there we find a way to locate Arkin in particular. Alternatively, if you're already going to be using teleport, give me a few moments and I can sketch you, um... Something of the promenade of Vasselheim. Then you should be able to get us straight there. Risky but doable. Certainly a sketch is better than what I've read in my textbooks people have been given. Right. If you'll excuse me. And Percy goes to the corner of the room with a with his notepad and that sketching. She is very briefly like, I do hope you and Grog didn't enjoyed your rooms last night. Oh, they were um, most appropriate, thank you. Yeah. I hope the door joining the two of them so you two could, you know, converse was helpful. Was very helpful. That's one word for it, yes. Thank you. Conrad looks from between one to the other and then just kind of like looks over at Beatrice instinctively and just raises his eyebrows. Beatrice does a little like eyebrow wiggle back at him. Thorpe looks at Sevier like and does like that little like scandalized hand gesture and is like, I thought he was married. Sevier like looks at that and then goes, Oh, uh, well, um, I certainly hope you two had a wonderful evening. Um, will, uh, will, will any Get of the other members... Get your mind out of the gutter, Sevia. I do not know what gutter you are talking about. I am being perfectly normal right now, Percival. Grog decided to come in and oh. play marbles with my bullets. Is that what they're calling it these days? Corey takes a swig of the coffee he doesn't need to drink, it's just kind of like, oh, oh. (laughs) 
well, I certainly hope the two of you enjoyed your marbles. Um, you know, live and let live and all that. It's perfectly wonderful. Sylvia, I hope. Yes. Sylvia, I am a married yes. man. I will. That I'm has never stopped anyone in the past. <laughs> I, I feel Lord. like we've gotten off topic. <laughs> and Grog doesn't swing that way. Oh. Sylvia looks at Grog as if to be like, really? This is the first straight person I've ever met. Yeah, I think I remember Vax once talking about food, but he didn't mean food. He was talking about what me not liking hot dogs or something. Oh. So it's... That's unusual among your friends, then? Uh, around here? I wouldn't say unusual, but... Less common. It's... They're all sorts. All sorts? Huh. Good place not, to be. It is certainly not uncommon for... People to be attracted in various ways. That a strange concept where you are from. To me, perhaps yes. It does not seem to be the case in many other places, though. I am learning much about the world, I suppose. It is a pity that. It is good to hear that the world is different than the. <laughs> Swore about confines that I grew up in. Chloe, like, shoves more plates of things towards the dogger. <laughs> Probably, like, just grabs, like, a, like the plate, one of the plates falls put down. <laughs> like, oh, hmm. Anyway. <clears throat> what is your I... drawing? Yes, so we should gather Exley and inform him of the plan and and then prepare. Yes, we should. Where did you last see him, Beatrice? Uh, <laughs> Emily muted. Whole conversation while muted. It's fine. Um, Beatrice sort of sits up and says, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll I'll go get him. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, you, dog, come with me. And she strides out of the room. Uh, uh, dog grabs one last little bit of bacon and follows. My dog. <laughs> the dog is your friend. Was that not obvious? Pardon? The well, last dog. The, the automaton's a druid, yes? He has done that before. Oh my god. Silver, uh, with green uh, eyes. Oh my god. Dead giveaway. Oh. Okay. That was 40. Oh. Well, that makes sense, I suppose. 
Have fun with your drawing! Give. I gave him so much bacon. Crow <laughs> <laughs> just looks a little foster, like, ah, oh, goddammit! <laughs> How dare someone sneak this by me! <laughs> um. Exley's so going many to, scriptures. <laughs> as uh, Beatrice and Exley round the corner, Exley will reappear um, uh, and sort of shift back into that metallic form. I believe we fooled every single one of them. They have no idea. <laughs> that was a very nice thing you did for Conrad. It seemed to improve his spirits. Did the last time you did that? I also recall that I broke a pet. I remember something about that. Regardless, how are your spirits? Mine are fine. I'm ready for this to be over. And when it is over, what will you do? I'm not too sure just yet. I might go back and try to make amends for some of the things I've done. There's someone that I need to find for Sevia. Interesting. I believe they may have answers. I am unsure of your motives. However, should you require assistance, I would be happy to help a member of the team. That's very nice of you, actually. I see you've been through a bit. She looks him up and down. I have changed. I believe I have improved, but we shall see. You're not the only one who's changed, and she stretches her wings. That is quite curious. Isn't it? Are they usable? Yes. Very much so. That is good to know. I was concerned they may just be a fashion item. 
That would be a bit disappointing. It would. Having a benefit such as that would be quite useful. It has been. A few times. I actually just kind of looks at the extent of the wings. Um, what what do the wings look like? Um, so Beatrice is now, she no longer has any of the white. She's just blue, black, sheen. Uh, it is, and they're just large, kind of like, Angel wings, but black. Okay. They are incredible. Thank you. Took some getting used to. Of course. Any modification to oneself will take some getting used to. Keep hitting my head on things. Not used to the height. Well, I am sure you will only grow stronger with time. I'm sure it will. It should be noted. I have not had much interaction with some members of this group. Yourself included. However, I do observe. The others, I am not sure whether they admit it. You appear to be I am using this expression correctly. A rock. I suppose I'd put it like that. They're all very young. And it's been a struggle. All they need is somebody to help push them. To make better of themselves. You are performing adequately. quickly. Okay. I believe my words have offended. I apologize. <laughs> and we return to the group.
Pixley! Ta-da! Yes. <laughs> what a magic trick. Did anybody see that dog? <laughs> it was very cute. Little black dog. It was, yes. Quite adorable. Didn't see how um, P got along with Harold. <laughs> Oh, it's the cat back. The cat's back. Oh, dear. Uh, as an aside, Axley will just turn to Beatrice and say, Do we not like this cat? Stevie does. So does Paul. That's all that matters. However, that is not a majority. Actually, we'll just ponder this. Uh, yes, I guess uh, you only got to see him in... You have not yet seen him, because you have not yet been out in the kitchen yet. Um, this is Harold, and she gestures at Harold, who's snuggling with Fall and looking very cute, who probably just blinks his big green eyes at Exley and just very slowly yawns. I... Uh, Harold is my familiar. I can cast spells through him, or he can go look out for us. Interesting. Quite. Has the Harold proved useful? Uh, I haven't had him for very long, but uh, he has helped out in Scrapple. Too. Uh, he helped us find a safe house, valiantly sacrificed himself, didn't you, uh, for us to find a safe house recently, where we got in a big battle with a, with a cult leader. Um, and he's helped me heal a few times. And, uh, well, he's, um, he's quite portable. And she snaps her fingers and Harold, like, Bamps out of Fall's arms, and then when she snaps again, he appears in hers. Ah, one of the things about familiars. He's technically made of celestial stuff. Interesting. Would you like to hold him? Or give him uh. a little scratch? Exley will look at this uh, bundle of fluff that has eyes and fangs. Um, I do not believe we have the time at the current moment. Sylvia just kind of makes a little face at him. He's like, oh, I thought you'd have such an affinity. You've looked like him before. I most assuredly did not. Back in the library in Barovia? Never mind. I, um, I appear to have made things strange. Ah. And she bamps Harold back out of her arms and then, um, says, uh, well, um, I'm sure Beatrice and Comrade can uh, let you know what our current plan is. Fall and I might go prepare. 
That makes sense. I suppose if we find Arkan, then we will have to get into it. So that is a good idea. We should prepare and then see what eventuates after that. Yes. Um, do what we can now to do the best we can in future. We will return. And she gives Conrad a little pat on the shoulder and then she gives Exley like a little tap, tap, tap on the bicep and then looks at Beatrice and just kind of goes bap on the shoulder. And <laughs> walks over to Fall and takes their hand and leads them out. Yeah, they'll go along with her. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. So I guess they just go to their room to start packing and stuff. Yes. Excellent. Yeah. Sylvia like closes the door and turns around and goes, "What is it?" Whew. Um. Well, it's not about Exley, actually. Although, you know, feelings are complicated about him. Yes, and that's fair. You'll have plenty of time to hash that out. Yes, 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 hopefully. Um, it's just kind of... <laughs> and he just, like, looks really, like, bone-tired for a moment, kind of, like, leans up against a wall for a bit. And then he'll, um, he asks... Do you think? Do you think all of this, all the all the quests that we've been on, all the things that we've been tasked with, now going up against some some deity trying to keep them locked away? Do you think it's been the gods all along nudging us along this path <sighs> to um <laughs> gods? When I was um, I remember last night. I overheard some of the monks talking about me, talking about how they didn't know what to do with me because I was so struggling with my studies and my spiritual duties, and that if if I went on, um, if I went out into the world to become an adventurer and spread Kitas ways, that I'd probably just end up dying. Essentially, that's what they said. That's kind of always the belief that people have had about me. So. Meeting Kitev? That, that feels like the dream, really. I think all of this is kind of just like... Like in that last volcano where I died. It's just too big to think about. It's like if I start to actually try to think about this, it's all going to rise up around me and I will not be able to make my way out of it again. I need to focus on what's actually happening or the danger that we're in right now. But I can't help thinking about what this means. Are we tied to the gods? Celia walks over very slowly 
And she says, can I hold your hands? Yes. And she takes both of them in hers, just holds them very close. You have always worried if this was a test. Since the day I met you. Mm. And at times I will admit I would have believed it. That the gods are stringing us along. That this is a fickle game of theirs. But darling... I rejected the gods for long enough to know that they don't... They don't matter. Not the way we think they do. We allow them in our lives. I let Arcani in to help. She does not guide me. She does not sent me many visions. Kittis has always been complex for you, I know that. And the way those monks treated you is beyond the pale. That does not mean Kittis has taken your agency away. You have made your choices. Maybe her principles guided you, maybe avoiding her principles guided you. But you made them. The gods cannot take us away. We make our decisions. I know that is hard to believe. Even if we were not affected the way Conrad is. Even if we were tied to our gods the way Conrad is, but it was good. Conrad's gods are not taking his agency away because they have a grand plan. They are taking his agency away because they are children fighting for something. Kittith does not take your agency away. Arcani does not take mine. Zariel did not take Beatrice's. I will admit, my darling, there are things too big to think of. I cannot think of the last time we were in a volcano without feeling that same way. As Exley pointed out, I cannot even make myself think of water. If the gods decide things for us, then I defy them. For no god would have led me to you. I found my way there. And you found your way to me. Awful as the path was, no god laid it. 
There are big things we can think on later. Things we must think on later, even if they drown us. But never for a second let something as minor as a god make you think that you were worth less than what you are. This all looks like very, like, it's it's very confronting um, things for Fall to hear. Uh, he looks like quite, he doesn't know what to make of it. Um, but he, um, he grips Celia's hands um, tighter. This is, um, and things that are going to take a while, a while to, um, I don't know to understand. Do you, would you truly turn your, turn your back on Arcani? Losing the powers that she gave you, or the promises of an afterlife with her. I. Fool. I view what I have with Arcani as a partnership. She... She may argue with me now, but... And she may! For a very long time I felt she took everything from me. And the most I could ask back is help. But if she ever... made me choose between her and you... There is not a modicum of power she could give me that would make me turn my back on you. I would give up a thousand gods if they ever tried to take away the one thing I chose for myself. How can you say the most bold and romantic things. <laughs> you inspire me. <laughs> I know you're the one that does the inspiring, but <laughs> I have never felt this way to anyone. <laughs> For a very long time I never thought I could. <laughs> you changed me. That's... I'm... So glad to hear it. It's not something I thought I could do, but I guess I think my feelings feel I could try to um to maybe trust in myself and my path a little bit more and um I love you, Celia. You're you're a wonderful person. <laughs> However long it takes to find the path where you trust yourself the most, I will walk it beside you. <laughs> I love you so much for 
<laughs> you <laughs> and you just like close into her brace and embrace. Yeah. She just hugs them. She is a little teary. And just gives a little like kiss on the cheek. <laughs> like one of those lingering ones where it's more of like a face press than a than a kiss. Then <laughs> she just kind of presses their foreheads together. I love you. <laughs> he just kind of like grinning um, tearily, and he's like, "I'm gonna." Um... Not every inspiration is for you today, right? <laughs> <laughs> you um, you make me so strong. I'm glad you do the same for me. I can't wait to spend the whole life being strong with you. And I think I'm probably something that he does quite often with Cedar, especially. He just kind of like, it's like, just smiling and quite overwhelmed, and he'll just like put his face into her shoulder and tighten his grapes. She just holds him. <laughs> How long they're there for? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll stay there for a moment just to kind of collect himself and then just um, be in her embrace. Mm-hmm. Eventually, yeah, they'll part and they'll get ready for the day. Yeah. Absolutely. Conrad, a couple of rooms down, sort of getting together his kit, sort of trying on a new shirt. Oh, I feel like they're, being, they're doing something romantic in there. Disgusting. <laughs> I can sense Sharpening his knives on a little wet stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We prepare. Right. Everyone finds themselves preparing and then regathering, ready to go. Um, Percy hands you, Sevia, uh, this drawing. Um, of of a city street, um, what appear to be a vast array of uh, religious buildings uh, within sight. Um, says, All right, that's Vasselheim, or at least my best uh, approximation of it. It's a rather good sketch. Spend enough time planning out blueprints and you pick up a few things. Clearly so. I'm not the only person who was an artist in another life. Mm. All right, everyone, gather round. All right. Uh. And if things go wrong, we can always call for Keel. Find the nearest plant and call for Keyleth. Yes. Yes, of course. Oh, quickly. Um, and Sylvia, like, lays out the sketch. And then um, as everyone's kind of, you know, getting all their things together and coming in, she is going to shoot a quick sending to Mordenkainen. Okay. Hello! Heading to Vasselheim now. 
hoping to catch Arkan before anything has really begun. Will we see you there, or are you our backup? Twenty-five. <laughs> you you receive a response. I will endeavor to reach Vasselheim. Whether I catch up with you before or after, I cannot guarantee. Okay, we may or may not see more than Kynan, but that's fine. We can handle it. Ah. Uh, well, are we uh, all ready to, uh, you know, make a, have a fight, stop a god, do the whole thing? We'll have to see how we go. Yep, I believe in us. Yes, we can do it. We're a team. We've got this. We've done, um... We've faced tough enemies before. Yes. We've all we've come out mostly alive every single time so far. So we'll, be, we'll do well. Just remember everything that happened last time we fought Arkan. Um, and don't do that again, I guess. Mm. Ah, of course. <laughs> Yes, um, well, in summation, for you, 42? <laughs> Basically, um, don't get him, don't, uh, go down around, like, don't let your guard down. I suppose you'll go quite tall, so it'd be very difficult for him to reach his throat, so don't let him go get you by the throat. In summary. Very well. I do not know a great deal about his fighting style, otherwise he was uh, uh, preoccupied. Lots of uh, good swordsmanship, though. Um, very fast, with some magic. So, something to be mindful of for everyone. And, well, we don't really know what else will, this will entail, so we'll have to improvise. Be fast and live. Be fast and live. Good words. All right. Everyone hold on. And she turns to Percy right as she's casting the magic for teleport and says, this is a bad time to tell you I've never done this before. And then brings her hand down on the picture of Vasselheim. And takes us there. All right. So roll me a percentile, please. Oh, God. I miss Ross and always knowing where things were. Uh, that is a 62. 62. So, um, okay. So this is, this falls under, um, yeah. Oh, I don't really need to make the call. It, it falls on off target for each. Can you roll me 2d? Hands, please. Okay. So we don't get hurt. <laughs> no. You're That's just off target. There's a no nine and a two. Nine and a two. So you are 
you are... Um... You're actually... Hmm. We accidentally landed right at Arkansas. No, but you're you're probably where you show up. You're in like the wildlands of Asilera here, or some some wooded area, um, and you can barely through the edge of the trees see the city off in the distance. Um, oh, Sevia says as she shakes a couple of leaves out of her hair. Well, I was a little off, but I got us nearly there. Beatrice leans to Exley and is like, well, it was better than I thought we'd get. It would be a lie to say that I was not concerned. Right. Is this the place, Percy? Not Lord quite. Percy? Not quite. Um, someone reach out to Keyleth. Look at Sevia. <laughs> Beatrice just reaches out a hand. <laughs> you idiots. You pun-based idiots. Um... Okay, Sylvia kind of just sighs at Beatrice and her little hijinks and goes, Keyleth! We're in Vasselheim, but the foresty bit. Percy says you can get us a, li a little closer? If that's not inconvenient, please and thank you. Okay. Um, all right. So, uh, you get a response a moment later. I'm going to scry. Let me get a good look and then I'll open up the nearest tree. Sevia sends nothing back, because then that would be and, all of her thoughts. Yeah. You can feel a magic trying to peek at you. I take it you allow it, because you've been told mm -hmm. about the scry. And a moment later, you all see as a tree behind Sevia starts to open up. And a incredible grove can be seen uh, through the crack in it. Um where you can also see uh no uh, yeah you can see um druidic priests and priestesses uh seemingly locked in combat with these sort of uh with abishai you've seen most of you have seen these in uh in the nine hells um they are sort of humanoid uh infernal uh, minions of Tiamat uh, uh, resembling almost humanoid dragons but in more of an off-putting uh, way than Dragonborn do um. 
you waiting for? Come through. Come through into that. Beatrice pulls her bow out and leaps through. Oh, I'm sorry, were you expecting a red carpet? I actually follows Beatrice. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Back to this again. All right. Corinth. It lasts six seconds. Through. Come on through. <laughs> Good luck, <Okay>. team. <laughs> Got this. All right. And. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, Keela says, okay. Uh, Kima's here. She's at the. At the uh, the Platinum Sanctuary, uh, Vex has gone to the Dawn Seat, uh, Pike to the Temple of Renewal, and this. Uh, oh yeah, for context, this is the Birth Heart, home of uh, the Dawn Mother. Oh no, not Dawn, the the Wild Mother, um, or her temple here. Uh, so, um. I think the Platinum Sanctuary is where the most fire from Arkhan is focused. So you might want to go there. Alright, uh, Grok, you show them, you lead them there. I'll go for, I need to go find Vex and help her. Alright. Got this unfinished with business with Arkhan. I'm with you. Okay, good. Well, let's go. Right. Apparently, you should be able to see a rift as well. Rift. Okay, good. Sounds normal. Is that where Arkham will be? Probably, I would guess. It's where he was last time we found him. Okay. And we are going to have, as you run through the streets of Vasselheim, a skill challenge. Um, so I need everyone to, as you fight your way through the city. So the city is swarmed with uh, these Abishai of creatures of all uh, the, the chromatic dragon colors uh, being fought off by all matter of Isilians here in the city. Um, and so, if anyone wants to jump in with how they want to contribute to this, uh, let me just tell me and we will work out how that contributes and the type of skill you need to do. Um... So, um, first up, I think Exley's going to be very focused on the end goal here, which is we find one individual who has items that the group needs. Um, the rest of this is distraction. So, he will be attempting to sort of look ahead as much as he possibly can and try and find the path of least resistance if he can. Alright. Um, 
yeah, trying to sort of assist Grog in that manner, because uh, actually he doesn't know this individual, but he seems like the sort of person that would go as the crow flies. Um, whereas potentially there might be a, a left-hand turn that we could take, which would avoid a mild amount of combat. Okay, so roll me a perception check. That is a 23. 23. Okay, you spot um, that there is, in the general vicinity, there seems to be an alley that is uh, appears relatively unoccupied. Uh, it takes a little bit of a push to get through, um, and uh, but you do manage to sneak through. Um, okay. What? So as you're going through the back streets um, to reach the rift. What are other people trying to do? Beatrice is flying above everyone, um, keep trying to sort of clear a path. Okay. So if there's uh, anything big that turns up in front of them, she's going to go in and, and knock it out of the way if she has to. Yeah, uh, I'm going to call that. Yeah, let's, let's do that with an attack roll. Nat 20. Nat 20. Okay. So you, um, with your, your keen eyes, um, and your vantage point are able to, um, especially with your divine, uh, connection, shoot through arrows, um, and make short work of like a number of black and white abishai that seem to be the bulk of the abishai here there's the occasional flash of red blue and green but the bulk of these uh devils seem to be of the white and black variety um who wants to contribute something next Um, I think Phil would be doing uh, similarly to Beatrice. Um, he would, he'd be, he's just going to be like constantly moving, just constantly like darting about um, with his quarterstaff out. <laughs> Pretty much just um, trying to do lots of little blows to any creatures that will be like, that will like trip them or um, just like help knock them out if, if they're fighting someone else. Just give them a hand. He's trying to do this good like offensive defense for the party as they go by. Okay, so uh, roll me a... We'll call that a sleight of hand check. Okay. You're trying more to go with the finesse to trip people more than you are, actually. I do it acrobatically. <laughs> um, that was a 14 on a sleight of hand. 14 total, okay. Um, it almost... Yeah, uh, you you're not you don't lose too much pace, but it does your efforts seem to be slowing you more than they do uh, help, um, and you you get stopped momentarily by uh, this this uh, white Abishai that uh, 
gets an attack in on you, dealing 12 points of cold damage. Okay. Um, but you're able to immediately knock them out uh, and continue on with the rest of the group. <laughs> Who is next? Conrad and Sevier are still left to go. And you see the rift is getting ever closer, or you are getting ever closer to the rift. Okay. Um, I have a gay thing I'm going to do. Uh, Celia, you know, Fall has gotten hurt. We're all running through the streets. Darby, I know the wording on the spell I'm about to say says... Um, it's one creature of your choice because we are running and uh, I wouldn't do this in combat. Am I allowed to make Shield of Faith move between different people to help protect us as we run through the streets? If not, I will just put it at the front to help protect us as we move. I like the flavoring of like having it at the front and pushing it and moving it around. Um, if you expend for me, it's usually a second level spell. Uh, I believe it's usually a first. First. Okay. So if you expend for me a second level spell slot, then that because you're expending resources, that is just a success. Beautiful. Um, so yeah, Sevia sees Fall get hit and will first um, throw out a hand and have this magical glowing blue shield just appear in front of Fall. And then as we keep moving, she's going to like, every time it looks like someone's about to attack the party, she'll just swing it around okay. until it ends up at the front, helping push us through and protect us as we run through. All right. Okay. Um, and Conrad, how would you like to contribute to this uh, push through the city? Yeah, so as we're surging along, um, his Beatrice overhead, um, Exley shadowing Grog, Sevier um, manipulating magic to protect us, and um, Fall trying to beat off attackers. Um, Conrad will uh, keep up the pace. Um, running, he will jump over any, any obstacles that you know come by. He'll like move around where the um, where Fall is striking. Different com- um, he he will, um, but most of all, he will be watching to direct people um, as he uh, utilizing his master of tactics, I suppose. So the bonus action help thing. Um, so if he sees any incoming thing, he will let people. He is trying to be as mindful as possible of everyone around him, rather than he knows that we'll get to that end goal. Um, but we need to get there in one piece okay. so that's and he um, does this with like shadows the shadows of like um form of dread wreathing around him looking both more stark and also less connected to him than they have before after his dream the previous night okay so um i'm gonna give you two options because of that last thing you said so yeah. if you are just using master of tactics like from a mechanical standpoint, just mm-hmm. using Master of Tactics. Um, because that's an unlimited resource, uh, 
I will need you to roll a persuasion. However, uh, as you mentioned, the uh, the other the um, utilizing his patron's influence, yeah, form of yeah dread. like form of dread. I will allow you to uh, expend one use of the form of dread um, for an automatic success. I'll do that. Easy. I'll, right. I'll roll anyway, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. No, we'll, we'll utilize that. Okay. And um, as, as, as noted, of course, form of dread is that if any creature tries to hit him, has to succeed on a wisdom saving throw. So sub creatures potentially would also be driven off immediately. Frightened. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. So um, you collectively through this show of teamwork um, make your way through to the rift and you get to a point where you are within eyesight of Arkhan and he is within your sights and there are there are creatures surrounding him um, but he is also adorned with a golden headdress um, cover, partially covering the face in an almost draconic uh, fashion with five dragon heads adorning it. Um, and he turns his face to look at you and he says So finally showed up. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I think time for the welcome party. And you hear a roar through the rift from five, what seems like five heads growling out in unison. As you see through the rift emerging the form of Tiamat. And that's where we're going to leave it for this week. Thank you for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.